You're listening to Company of One, episode number 128. Welcome to the Company of One podcast featuring Dale Callahan. Dedicated to helping you find freedom in life and with your career. Learn how to not only increase your income, but take control of the income you acquire. Let's ignite that inner entrepreneur in you. Now, welcoming your host, Dale Callahan. Hello, and it's awesome to be back with you. Hanging out, you know, when we talk about your company of one, when we talk about you increasing your income and you having a bigger impact, one of the things that we think about there is marketing. As I talk to people about the company of one concept, most of us are pretty good about going and doing our job. At least we, we feel like we, that's something we do well. Most of us as individuals are lousy at marketing themselves. And let me tell you one thing I've understood about being in business. Marketing is critical. Marketing and sales is so critical. You can develop awesome widgets and you can do all kinds of cool stuff, but without a strong and aggressive marketing plan, you go nowhere. I find that too in our careers. We go nowhere. We spend time doing things and we work and we are hoping somebody will notice what we are doing. We are hoping that the boss will pay attention, but they don't. Well, Maybe not in the way we think they do anyway. So what I want to talk through here right now is to help you develop a marketing plan for the business of you. And just thinking about it, it's 2017 now for many of you that are listening to this. Uh, it's January. And what can you do to grow yourself? So I'm going to give you a couple of attempts. And, and you know, I tr- again, I'm trying to put things into 15-minute windows. So think through these as if you got 15 minutes Uh, to do them. And what we want to do kind of in the end is wrap up into a develop a marketing plan, but some things that may go on your plan. Uh, All of this can be found at dellcallahan.com slash 128. So first of all, in the first set of a marketing plan is think about your image. That is just so critical. We always want to think about what we're doing and going back to school, going back and getting a certification to pin to the wall, uh, it's your image is so, so powerful, uh, especially people that are in the technology world. We lose this issue of image because we think the image is all about, uh, you know, the technology. And I, I used to have people that say, man, you know, if I'm a cool tech guy, I should be out there. I should be showing up and, and a worn out T-shirt and flip flops and all that kind of stuff. You know, that may be true in some companies, but even that. Most people stay in technology about five years until they move into management. Then Now, they may move into technology management, but they become leaders. Well, at least some of them. So, uh, But even if that's not the case, your image is critical. All that, all that is a big facade. All that's a lie because you are always marketing yourself. So let's think about what your image. Now, I don't mean necessarily just that look and feel, but let's let's start with what do people hear you say? Because these issues right here about image are probably more critical than what's hanging on the wall. Your certificates, your degrees, and I kid you not, in the end, these are more critical. What do people hear you say? What do they hear you say in social media? What do they hear you say in spoken words and your attitude? 
one of the first things we ever do before we do business with anybody is we Google them. We look them up on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and what we want to know is what makes this person tick. Uh, especially if we're doing business with somebody, uh, if like you rent a property from us, that's one of the very first things we do because it tells us a ton when you go out there and you have people that look like they have this nice, clean, polished image and they're very professional and then you get on their uh, Facebook page and they just, it's, it's anything but. It's ugly, it's nasty, uh, they're nasty to each other, uh, they use foul language, they post and repost stuff with lots of foul language. You know, this tells me a lot about them. Um, so what is it you are saying? What are people hearing you say? And in your spoken words. So just your social media should look, should reflect who you are at work. You can't have a dual personality. Uh, you know, you are who you are. Uh, so if that's, if you're, if you're looking for a certain image at work, have that image, keep that image. Uh, and we want you. If you want to sit there and say, "Well, that's private stuff," we'll make it private where only only your family can see it, or only your friends can see it. But your spoken words, and by your spoken words, one of the things I mean is, 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 is just this sheer attitude. I was with somebody the other day, and they were sitting there saying the words, you know, "Thank God it's Friday," uh, you know, boy, that communicates a ton to me. Thank God it's Friday, TGIF, you know. Uh, and I know we say that in fun a lot of times, but that just communicates powerfully to me. Uh, and you know, you've all been in the in the checkout lines of a store, and you you can just tell by the attitude from the the checker or the checker out or whatever their title is. You can tell from the attitude they don't like their job, they don't like being there, and you don't really even want to confront them. And sometimes they say, "Just 15 more minutes, I can put up with this crap and go home." Really? Really? You, I hope you don't expect to be promoted because that's not going to work. But we do that at work too, right? We communicate that message in meetings. Uh, we show up gruff. We complain. Uh, so those kind of things. I'll talk a little bit about how to deal with that. I mean, I think some of this is looking in the mirror, self-evaluation. Then there's we'll get some feedback evaluation in a minute. Foul language is one of these. Now, I know there, you may be sitting there and say, in our culture, this is, you know, people tell me all the time, well, it's just cultural. We start using foul language. That's just part of culture. You know, maybe it is, maybe it's not. But the fact is, if you don't use foul language, you're not going to offend anybody, even if they do. If you do use foul language, I can guarantee you, you are going to offend some people. And it's going to brand you and not in a positive way. Um, so I, I see that so often and people do it and they think nobody notices. They think it's cute. They think people think it's a strong, I mean, they think other people feel like they're strong because they use that. But when they walk away, that's not how people feel about them. Even if those people use foul language themselves, you know, it just communicates something that is not professional. It's, you know, we can call, talk about it culture all the time, but you know, you just, that's kind of, it's just, it shows a level of ignorance. Now, many people will say, you know, Dale, you don't understand Gary Vaynerchuk and some of these guys. Yeah, they do it. But there's a lot of people that don't listen to him because of it. And you will notice if Gary Vaynerchuk and some other people who use a lot of foul language, 
when they get on certain shows where the the commentator in the show or a podcast where they they know those people don't do that, they clean it up because they they know there's a higher level of expectation. So, look, you you, know, you 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 have to think through what is the message you're communicating. What are you trying to do? You, do you want to sound like an idiot or not? Uh, and to me, I hear people using that, and they just sound stupid. They just sound stupid because that's they don't have anything else to say. Uh, they, uh, but how how do they see you? So there there's the message you send by what you say, and then how do they see you? Now, by this, I mean when when you walk in, and many of us are blind, stand in front of the mirror, how do you see yourself? So stand, you know, if you could imagine yourself standing in front of the mirror next to your boss or your boss's boss or the CEO of your company, and granted, companies are different, different cultures. Some companies are, you know, suits and ties, and other companies, are a lot. the CEOs are more casually dressed. So, you know, you have to take that into account, but your dress communicates a ton and I know this firsthand because I've played games with it and can just notice there's two things that happen when you dress differently when you dress up when you dress you know you know for a guy a, a, a jacket and a coat or a tie or something you change how you feel but you also other people so I mean I don't I can't explain which one really happens because I guess I don't know I'm not a psychologist but I do know that it changes the dynamic you are taken more seriously uh, when you dress the part so and I've just noticed that many times I've even experimented with that uh, in, in situations and found boy it makes a big difference uh, so if you kind of stand and look in the mirror and say do what do I look like would I, if I walk in, you just you know kind of hide your face for a minute. If you walk in, how would you take yourself? Just in the dress. Uh, what? But but here's one we miss: is posture. And and we all communicate over posture. Uh, you can tell by walking into a room which guys are are. Uh, you know, which guys and gals are confident about what they're doing, but you can see the weakling in the bunch. You can spot them in an instant uh, because their shoulders are kind of dropped down. They're kind of forward. Their head's probably tilted down a little bit. Uh, they're just posture is weak. And that's what you communicate with posture is weakness, timidity. Uh, do you want to do that? Uh, when you look at people, in it, and you th- I always think of kind of the runway model, you know, they their shoulders are back, their heads high. Uh, they walk straight, maybe a little too stiff, but you know they walk uh, it with a posture of confidence. And boy, this this is a big, big deal for two reasons. No, number one is what you communicate by your posture, and number two, you actually cause yourself pain. A lot of people have stiff, you know, their their backs are aching and thing, and their and their neck is aching, and they have headaches, and and there's a lot of doctors, you know, that are, are now beginning to realize a lot of that's just posture because you're sitting on your tail all day, and uh, and you kind of have your head down at a computer all day and driving and watching television, and so our normal posture 
is uh, very negative. And so if you, if you do the thing that you know they, they teach the models to do, you stand up against the wall, put your shoulders up against the wall with your back to your wall, and put your head up against the wall, and then step away, that's, more, that's a more natural posture. Or somebody, uh, somebody that was a posture expert told me one time, as you're walking down a hall, put your hands behind your head and clasp them behind your head with your elbows back, kind of flat, um, like, you, like you were laying down with your hands behind your head, and walk that way. And she told me, she said, you naturally pull yourself, if you do that, you naturally pull yourself into a, an upright posture. And boy, you can feel, the, feel it. Uh, from that to your head and your shoulders just a little bit sagging to a little bit up. I mean, it's not much, but it's visual. It is so visually powerful, and uh, it also makes you feel more powerful. Maybe that's part of it, but uh, so it's the dress and the posture, and, and there's, a, there's a sense of presence here too. So what we're doing is talking here about your image, what you communicate by what you say and how you say it and how they see you. It's a lot more important than I used to believe it was. Uh, I used to think this was just a joke, but I've, I've come to see personally that this is not a joke. It's very real. Uh, in executive training, if you're, if you're in training to be an executive, they talk you through this. So it's important. And as coaches, they work you through these things. So it's very important. So number two, though, is just to have goals. So just taking a, a path around, just to have some goals. What do you want in the next few years? Now, you may think, well, that's personal. What does that have to do with marketing? Well, there's two things that has to do with marketing. First, if you know where you are going, you tend to be more clear about what you want in your, in your daily communication. You, you tend to be more decisive because you've thought through your goals. That comes out in your language and how you how people see you. But it also helps you in thinking about what the heck am I trying to accomplish? Having some clear goals. You know, I, and I think, you know, two to two to five years. I know when I ask people all the time, what are you looking for and what does it look like in two years? It's a simple thing, right? What does your job, your career look like in two years? They can't tell me. They waffle. Well, I don't know. I think, you know, maybe I want to. And you can tell the first time they've really given it much thought is when I asked them. Well, that tells me you need to go off and think about it a little bit. Uh, so here's, here's a great, great way to, uh, to, to do, to kind of get some, get clarity here on these things is to go get feedback. Uh, so this gives you a lot of clarity, and I've just done this from a public speaking point of view. I sent people that I trusted, that I that I knew would give me a true opinion, and I and I said, uh, "Hey, I'm I'm just working on how can I be a better public presenter. What do you see me doing that you think when you're watching me or listening to me that you think, man, that you need to you need to clean that up, or you need to do a better job in that. What are those things?" And it's, it's a simple, it wasn't a long email, it wasn't a book, you know, because nobody wants to read that. It's just a simple thing. I'm asking for your true, honest advice and opinions. And they gave them to me. I got, I, every person I asked gave it to me. So one of the greatest things you can do to help your marketing image is to just ask. Ask your boss, ask your boss's boss, ask uh, your coworkers, ask friends. If you're a uh, part of a nonprofit association, ask the people you work with and just say, hey, I'm just trying to up my professional image. You know, what, when you look at me, what do you think 
where, where do you think I'm strong and weak? You know, just however you want to ask it. If you feel like there's a particular area you want to work on, ask specifically. When I was asking about public speaking, ask specifically. You will get amazing feedback. We rarely ask such questions. And when we do, we're looking for a compliment, right? We're, we're sitting there saying, how do you think I'm doing? You know, we're, we're fishing for a compliment. No, I want you to, to ask them directly and say, I'm looking for some honest, as a, as a uh, good friend of mine says, she says, I'm known for giving an unvarnished view of the world, which I so appreciate. Not everybody does, but I appreciate that. I want to know where I stand. And, uh, and with, with Jennifer, you know exactly where you stand. There's no, there's no hiding it. Uh, to, I appreciate that. And I think from this perspective, that's what you're looking for is an unvarnished opinion. So, one of the things, what do you want to do with these things? Uh, one of the things I would think about doing here is, is just starting to gather some information, starting to get some feedback, and then develop, a, create a monthly plan of things to tackle. If you can get a whole bunch of things, hey, here's some things you need to work on. For instance, dress is not just something you solve in 15 minutes. But you can say, you know, for the next month, I'm going to work on these, these particular issues. I'm going to get better in my dress. It's going to take me some money. It's going to take me uh, some cleaning out the closet. Uh, so again, I would put it on my calendar to work on dress, you know, and just have some time there to do that. But maybe, maybe your big point was your, you know, your social media image is so garbaged. You know, your images up there, and you need some attention there. Uh, so whatever it is, make a plan. I'll, I, you know, when we, when we think about business, we think about a marketing plan, and it's a one-year plan. So just look at your months. On this month, I'm going to work on this. So, well, maybe on January, I'm just going to get a bunch of feedback. So in February, I'm going to kind of pick that first big issue. I'm going to work on that issue in March. I mean, you get the idea. Just kind of a, you don't have to solve all the problems at once. You're looking to make steady progress. Uh, so, and the last thing I will say here that will that really helps a lot of people uh, and has helped me so many times is hire a coach. I mean, when I'm coaching people and I'm working with people, um, you can sense, I mean, it, it doesn't take me very long. I can sense the questions I'm asking them and I'm challenging them uh, because I'm, I have no bias, right? I don't care if they do it or not. Uh, so I have no skin in the game in that sense. So I, you know, I can give them my unvarnished opinion and, and you could come back to me and say, you know, that's not what I'm going to do. Well, okay, let's talk about what you do want to do. Uh, but a coach can really, really help you uh, get clarity, because you need those unbiased opinions who just ask you the tough questions and they're drilling. They're trying to understand what makes you tick. So when I, when I look at coaching, and I used to think it was a joke, um, and then I hired some, and, uh, and, uh, and it's weird. Even coaches have coaches, yes, because we, it helped me. It just asked me the tough questions. And here's the big thing about coaching. It kept me accountable because I would meet every week or every couple of days with a coach. And boy, when I got on that call with a coach, I knew that he was going to ask me, have you done the stuff we talked about last time? And boy, you want to talk about accountability. So these are things. But again, what I want you to, these are all things about marketing. What I want you to take away from it is what can you do? Think about yourself as a business 
you are a business, you need to present a better image to market the business of you. So come up with a plan. It can be these things I'm talking about, your image, how they see you, setting some goals, getting, but getting, I think your best bet is to get the feedback and maybe specifically ask about how they see you, uh, uh, you know, some things you could work on. And, but from those things, develop you a plan. Put on your calendar, spend that 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes a week, whatever it turns out to work on developing and improving your image boy it it will make it will seem incremental it might go really slow but in no time you're going to see dramatic changes all right so we'll come back with you next time i'm going to dive deeper into this subject i guess based upon what you tell me so i'm always looking for feedback hit me at dale at dalecallahan.com twitter and all that on the post but you can reach me on those things, and you can find the details and some of the notes about this at uh, dalecallahan.com slash 128. Till next time, see you later.